arriving. Arriving in each and every moment in this body. this moment Being curious. What is it like for this body to be sitting? And breathing. Receiving the sensations throughout this body. Breathing. With curiosity. gentle curiosity.
maybe noticing something about your breathing you've never noticed before. Letting the breath flow with ease and simply witnessing. With gentle curiosity. Letting the mind be soft, relaxed and spacious. Gentle curiosity can be spacious. Doesn't need to be narrow. be spacious, easeful, mindfully aware, gently aware.
the sensation in the body to come to the foreground. in this spaciousness. And noticing whatever sensation is most prominent. Sometime it might be in the hands or the feet or the sitting area. or anywhere else. Sensations of breathing. Noticing the raw sensations. Perhaps if it's in the hands, which I will use for example. softness between the hands and the lap. The hardness if there is pleasantness, unpleasantness, or neither pleasantness nor unpleasantness. Being associated, (coughs) being associated in the mind with these sensations Notice if the sensations are changing. Notice if the association of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral changes.
noticing perhaps the coolness or the warmth in the hands or elsewhere in the body. Notice if the warmth feels pleasant, ever so slightly pleasant. Or maybe ever so slightly unpleasant. or neither neutral. Notice if the pleasantness, unpleasantness, or neutralness, association changes. It's the same sensation, the same warmth in the hands. But the feeling is pleasant one moment, unpleasant another, and neither the next. yourself to notice the sounds in the room expanding, expanding the field of experience to hearing, the sounds in the room, the sounds of cars passing in the distance, the sound of my voice, 
the sound of yourself breathing. Hearing, hearing. Notice if the mind is associating a feeling of pleasant or unpleasant or neutral with a sound. I will ring the bell to provide distinct sound to practice with. See what label, what feeling tone, what Vedana, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, the mind associates with the sound of the bell and whether it changes association of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral by the mind is known as the feeling tone, Vedana, is the second foundation of mindfulness. It's important to see when it arises, when it shows itself, to see that it's not inherent in the object, it's not inherent in the stimulus how my, our mind reacts and labels things. The sound might be pleasant one moment, unpleasant the next, neutral, keep going back and forth. It's the reaction of our mind, not inherent in the sound at all. A sound is just a sound. Sound of a bell, sound of a cough, sound of cars. It's just a sound. Our mind associates the feeling tone. I'll ring the bell again and see how your mind relates to the sound of the bell. What feeling tone arises and notice if it changes again.
Let your mind be spacious and gently curious about whatever arises in your field of experience and the Vedana, the feeling tone that the mind associates with the experience.
Notice if the bell announcing the end of the sit, the sound of it is considered pleasant, as pleasant, oh yay, end of the sit, or unpleasant, oh no, the end of the sit, or neither. So the teaching of feeling tone, Vedana, pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant nor unpleasant, as I mentioned, is the second foundation of mindfulness, the second Satipatthana. And the morning instructions loosely follow the four foundations of mindfulness, Satipatthana Sutta traditionally on an inside retreat. This noticing the feeling tone is so important. It can be so liberating as an insight that it has deserved its very own foundation. Like the first foundation, the body has six different contemplations and and the mind that the third foundation has multiple contemplations and the dhammas of six contemplations, but for the second foundation, which is Vedana, it's just one contemplation, it's just feeling tone. Wow, that signifies something. This must be pretty important. Why? Why is it? Why is this important? It's important because when we become curious and see that the reaction of the mind labeling something as pleasant or unpleasant and neutral is not inherent in the object, is what mind does. There is freedom in that. There is a lot of freedom in that. For example, as I was mentioning yesterday, giving blood, sitting in the chair, is not inherently painful or unpleasant. It's what my mind makes of it. In the moment, the mind is actually can see it as pleasant. It's just how the mind relates to something. And there's a lot of freedom in that. And starting to see it, experimenting with it throughout the day with, with various stimulus, with sound especially, as I was inviting you to notice in this guided meditation, a sound of a cough can appear unpleasant if the expectation in the mind is, oh, the room must be quiet. However, if the mind was off thinking about some story and the cough brings you back, is wow, thank you so much, whoever coughed to bring me back. It was like a mindfulness bell. 
So notice reactions can be so different. It's the same sound, it's the same stimulus, it's the same vibration of molecules in the air, right? But the reaction in the mind can be very different. And becoming aware of that, another reason why it's an important teaching is, at first, the reaction of the mind, and, and these reactions come up on their own. We don't have so much control over them, which is another aspect of uncontrollability, not self, anatta. They just come on willy-nilly here and there. If we notice them, they completely run the show for us. Unpleasant, unpleasant, unpleasant. Oh, pleasant, I want that. Unpleasant, I don't want that. That's what happens. And then the reaction might be unpleasant a little bit to something, and then it grows unpleasant, unpleasant, aversion, I don't want it, make it go away, this is terrible, I want to scream. Just notice how it was just maybe with pain, it was a tiny little unpleasant that then all of a sudden you're agitated and you just want to jump out of your skin. But it started from something feeling a little unpleasant. So there's a lot in this teaching to explore, a lot, a lot to explore. And if you're curious today, you can just be gently curious about it. You don't have to explore everything about it, but just be curious about one aspect of it, just noticing it, maybe noticing that it changes or noticing that the mind just comes out with it on its own and, and there's uncontrollability of labeling things like, wow, look at that, look at that. Be curious, be interested. Curiosity, gentle curiosity. So, we are, we have arrived at the heart of the retreat. And this is such a precious opportunity for practice. You have given yourself this gift of a week of silence, a week of practice, and realize this is the, the heart of it. You've entered the heart of the retreat. Appreciate, enjoy. Take advantage. And what happens is around this time, your mind starts to settle a little more, even if it may not seem like it, but it will, and you enter spaces that will be different from where you entered at, at the beginning of the retreat. So calmer spaces, calmer spaces of the mind perhaps more sensitive. And with that, I'd like to invite all of you to be sensitive to each other, take good care of each other, more sensitivity with the way you're moving. Slow down if you haven't already. As you're moving things about, be conscientious of the sounds you're making. I know it's also a teaching that sound, sound is just a sound, and as a part of our circle of care for each other, being more mindful of opening the doors and closing them or, or the various sounds that we can make. Um, so it's both. Both are true. Both the sounds are just sounds. So if you hear sounds, it's a part of your practice. And also it's part of your practice, part of the community, to be more mindful of, of the way you move and the effects you have on, on everybody else.
It's going to be a lovely, sunny, and warm day. And I hope you enjoy your practice today.